0: Welcome to the Friday Five here on the Agent Survival Guide podcast. My name is Sarah Rupel, and this is our weekly list of five things that you need to know about. If it's your first time listening, here's the gist. I try my best each week to provide a glimpse into what's currently going on in our industry that insurance agents should know about. Since we are still in 2020, though, that gets a little wonky at times, but we have a pretty good spread this week. We've even got some news to help you with your Turkey Day celebrations, so keep listening for more on that. Let's kick it off with number one. Amazon Pharmacy has arrived. The company announced on Tuesday that customers in most of the United States could begin placing orders with Amazon Pharmacy for home delivery. And yes, Amazon Prime members receive free two-day shipping on their meds. Now, I did say most states. That's because a few states will not be included in this initial rollout. Those states are Hawaii, Illinois, Kentucky, Louisiana, and Minnesota. Amazon hopes to add those states to their service area at a later date. Prescriptions will be sent into Amazon by doctors, similarly to how they are with current delivery pharmacy services or brick-and-mortar locations. Worth noting, though, Amazon Pharmacy will not be handling delivery on Schedule 2 controlled medications. It also will not be fulfilling vitamins or supplements normally sold in their health and personal care store. Amazon shares increased on the news Tuesday, while shares of CVS, Walgreens Boots Alliance, Rite Aid, and GoodRx fell on the news. Also worth pointing out, for maintenance prescriptions, this could be a game changer, but many of the same delivery services exist from those familiar pharmacy brands like Rite Aid, CVS, Walgreens, and others. It'll be interesting to see how Amazon Pharmacy is received and adopted, because For maintenance medications, you can certainly have a two-day shipping window, but for medication that needs to be taken immediately, a two-day delivery time is not always going to be the best option. We'll be keeping an eye on Amazon Pharmacy as their business continues to develop. Number two, the latest on Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID vaccine, which just wrapped up analysis on its phase three trials a 95% effective rate, which is 5% higher than what Pfizer was touting initially. In an official statement, the company said, quote, efficacy was consistent across age, race, and ethnicity demographics. The observed efficacy in adults over 65 years of age was over 94%, end quote. Pfizer and BioNTech plan to file for Emergency Use Authorization, or EUA, as soon as today. And then as far as distribution goes, some states already have plans in place. Some are still working on those plans. Kaiser Family Foundation created a list of state vaccine plans, and we will be linking to that in our episode notes, along with the article from CNN on the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine announcement. Number three, COVID-19 has affected the majority of 2020, including its holidays, and Thanksgiving looks to be the same, with smaller gatherings and families choosing to stay home rather than crossing state lines. Given those facts, Zoom recently announced that just for Thanksgiving Day, it will remove the time limit on its meetings, which normally cap at 40 minutes for the free version, And if you can't get together during the big meal, don't forget about the Teleparty extension, formerly Netflix party, that allows you to stream a movie or show with your friends and chat while you're watching it. Because if you're like my family, well, we listen to the parade while we're making Thanksgiving dinner, and then we usually watch Christmas movies afterwards. So we will have links to all of that information in our episode notes. Number four. Parental controls have come to TikTok in the form of family safety mode. If you are concerned about how much time your child is spending on the app, and I feel like that's a concern for all parents right now, TikTok just rolled out this feature to U.S. users. Parents can use the controls to limit the amount of time spent on the app each day, what kinds of content their children can view, set limitations on direct messages, or turn them off altogether. We will be linking to two different write-ups on that new feature, so you can take advantage of that. And yes, you will have to get a TikTok account of your own, but you might just find some content on there that you enjoy. Personally, my daughter and I love Datasaur, but there is definitely something on TikTok for everyone. Number five. So I mentioned Thanksgiving earlier. What I did not mention is that for the first time ever, I will be making Thanksgiving dinner. And I know that a lot of you might be in that same boat. I'm not going to be doing the whole bird thing. I'm planning on a smaller turkey breast or legs so I don't have to deal with any of the insides for my first go-round, the turkey block. One of my editors pointed me in the direction of a Delish video that shows how to create a Thanksgiving meal on a budget, which I absolutely loved. We thought about mentioning the restaurants and services offering takeout, but then realized most of the deadlines for getting your order in have lapsed. So instead, let's talk dessert, because that's something that does not need to be traditional. You can always make a new tradition or chalk it up to experimentation if it doesn't go over as planned. We will be linking to two roundups of Thanksgiving desserts to give you some ideas. Now, I'm not a fan of pecan pie or pumpkin pie, but there is a recipe I found for pumpkin cream pie with a graham cracker crust that looks delicious And then pumpkin brookies, which honestly, just the novelty of a brookie alone should give it a pass for 2020. So check out the episode notes for those articles and specifically those two recipes. And then for a bonus this week, if you have not already decided on all of your sides, I'm linking to some sides that you can make ahead of time from the New York Times kitchen because honestly, I want to try almost all of them. We'll also have links to a few recipes from Medicareful Living that you can share with your clients this weekend on social, or give them a try yourself. And a quick reminder before I go, if you missed Tuesday's episode, our podcast just celebrated its three-year anniversary this week. Thank you so much for that. So we're giving away free stickers. We will have a link in our episode notes where you can claim your sticker while supplies last. And that is all we have for this week's episode. I hope you have a great weekend. Stay healthy and stay safe out there. And if you try any of these recipes, let us know how it went. We will see you next week. The Agent Survival Guide podcast is a production of Ritter Insurance Marketing. This episode was written and produced by me, Sarah Rupel. Script editing by Nicole Parasich. Artwork by Nick Smith.